0: Hello everybody, and welcome to Battle Driven. My name is Schwanky, and I am happy to be playing Scorn again.
1: My name is Jason, and I kick ass with Menoth.
2: My name is Jonathan, and I still play Craigs. Still.
0: Still? You don't want to come back to Scorn now that we have our fancy new toys?
2: Oh boy, it is... no, but it is extremely tempting.
0: Come on Uh, man, How, how how many stone soldiers are over there on your shelf just staring at you?
2: How many scorn soldiers?
0: Stone soldiers.
2: Oh, like twenty eight twenty eight, that's an odd number. Uh it's twenty, and then Zal, that's twenty one, and then four ancestral guardians, that's so twenty five. Fair, fair. And Hakar, that's twenty six. So maybe hey, he's, was in, off he's
0: an Ancestral Guardian now.
2: But he's not an ancestral guardian, he is Hakar. He,
0: he is both as of today.
2: As of today, yes. I don't yeah, have a Supreme they, Guardian
0: though. He they wouldn't... fixed his they fixed his card. He's a he's a big he's a real boy now.
2: Was that was that a planned change?
0: Yes it was. Okay. Um, that change was happening in the CID, but when the update happened it wasn't there, so people asked about it, and it seemed like it was probably just a mistake, and they have since fixed it.
2: So so he now gives resonance?
0: No, he does not. The text of resonance has changed to this model and not Ancestral Guardian model. So, like, they cleared that up. But they made him a full AG because there were, like, some weird interactions with, um, I think, primarily just. uh, uh, The big thing is that um, him being an AG means that Zal can use the Regulars' Rule to bring him into other themes. And it also means that he's allowed in the new and dramatically improved Matches of War.
2: Oh, you can bring ancestral guardians to Masters of War now. Yes, you can. Ooh, that,
1: let's see. <laughs> yeah. I think mm. I think that rule is a fantastic rule, and I wonder if we're going to see it in other factions.
0: I believe they've been pretty, pretty straightforward with them having no plans on moving it anywhere else. Um, but I mean, obviously, that you know that doesn't really mean anything. They
2: absolutely um, should do it. They should use the irregulars rule when possible, where applicable.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Uh, I've seen a lot of people online asking for it on like whatever their favorite caster and their favorite little thing they want to take with them. But right. um, huh?
2: I, I, was agreeing.
0: Yeah, like, like uh, I've seen like, ooh, Strachosfield take assault commandos, and you know, th- you know, thematic shit like that. Um.
1: That, see, that one right there, I, I agree with 100%. I don't cadre? at
0: all. Um, I disagree with that for a couple of reasons. One, assault commandos are garbage. No one wants to take them anywhere. Uh, right. But two is that... Um, so the two models in the game who currently have that rule have that rule because they were basically useless before. Right. Like Zal won, never saw play. Not because he's a bad warlock, but because a major piece of his kit doesn't exist outside of Exalted.
1: But you can say that for a lot of the a lot of casters.
0: Not, I, not I like this. I mean he so, like, so, like, he like, so like,
1: the wording on Serenia is exemplar. The wording on Kreos is exemplar. So if you don't so, play him in the exemplar theme, you lose lots of his shtick.
0: Right. But that's like a theme and a unit, and they're designed to be played in that theme. So Zal wants a couple things, right? He wants assault. He wants special guardians, so he can use um, one of the best abilities on this card, this, the soul conversion ability, which is just I spend a fury and all of my AGs get souls. Yep. Uh, he wants cheap infantry, so that he can say, "You guys are going to have." Uh, uh, last stand and you're going to go die gloriously for the Empire um, you ca- um, up until now you couldn't have both of those at once actually I guess now you can' because the morals are very are really cheap now
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and your argument is is would be the then your argument I would say back to you then play him in his theme
2: I believe I believe irregular should only apply to solos I like that uh, it shouldn't be applied to units. I I get why the concept could be applied to a unit, but it really is essentially bringing a
1: couple friends.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah and the, and, uh...
1: the um. See, and I get the Zol change more than I get the Voidseer Morticar change. The Voidseer Morticar one I... just seems like gravy.
0: So I am the opposite of that. Yep. Um... Yep. Because, to me, Zal-1 is a strong enough Warlock to possibly be taken without it. You just have to sacrifice one of his cool things. Um, Mordekar, I don't think is that strong. And the fact that... So, he can be strong, but he 100% absolutely needs a hollow target. Yes. Up Up until now... The only theme in which he was allowed to take Void Spirits is entirely devoid of hollow targets. Um, Well. Which which makes. What?
2: I thought you could hollow.
0: You can't hollow minions?
2: Okay, okay. No, gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Yep. So. uh, Without hollow, he just doesn't have the fury to make his kit work. And void spirits are so sickeningly strong with him. <laughs> the, and, that, and
2: they were only available in immortals, right?
0: Yes, you could get them in Masters of War, but you had to make them with the spoiler, right? Um, which actually uh, kind of interesting. Now that the spoiler is allowed in Exalted, uh, you can make them in Exalted. <laughs>
2: in addition to bringing them all by yourself correct so let's let's what? speak to my favorite part my my second favorite part let's speak to one of my favorite because this okay. is a really cool update parts of that uh, which you just mentioned despoiler is now in a theme can I can I ponder and ask you a question that I already know the answer to how many characters can, what character Warbeast does scorn have? that are not assigned
0: to a theme. Uh, as of right now, none. Chiron? That
1: seems really good. Is Chiron assigned to a theme?
0: Chiron's in DOA. Yep.
1: yep. So you have all of your character Warby assigned to themes?
0: Yes. Um F- F- Karn is in Masters of War. No, no, no. Tiberian's in... Man- Wait, is Karn in any theme?
1: I believe he's in Masters of War.
0: Did, are they both in there
1: now? I... I'm pretty sure. So, so if, if I may be the first, fuck you.
0: No, 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 he's an Imperial War host. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But but yeah, you, ti-
1: But you have all of ti- your characters and themes. That's fucking we, amazing.
0: We do yeah. now, yeah. Tiberian to Masters of War, Karn is in Imperial War host, Chiron is in Disciples of Agony, and just Spoiler is in Exalted.
1: That is, um... Hopefully, the they, should, hopefully they start working towards that. Be.
0: Yes. And, and no, I definitely that. think you guys should get a lot more um, a lot more of your characters and themes. No, unless I'm mistaken, you guys have a lot more characters than we do, though. Manoth Almost, has a lot of yeah, character it, jacks. I mean, there's just yeah. piles.
1: They added fire to Exemplar, um, but that's it. Like, eye is only with Malachis, uh, blood is only with Thyra, etc., etc. Blessing is only with Sev.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, Kirk, the other thing Kirk I think is, is um, I think in general your characters are better than mine. I
2: don't know Tiberian's pretty
0: sweet. So is Tiberian's pretty sweet. Uh, Moloch Karn is overpriced, poopy. Chiron uh, is amazing. Chiron's no, amazing. He's I a, can't find a home for him though. It's in DOA. Like, no, I see. I don't think <laughs> it is because I feel like if you if you got it right, so Chiron's a nineteen point heavy. He's expensive. Absolutely. Uh, he's worth it, and I think it's I think it's a fair I think he's fairly costed. But like, I feel like I want to run him with a bunch of Drakes to maximize his leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really need DOA to do that. Uh, and if you're going to do that, you should probably run him with Zekar, which is like the one good list you can run Zekar in. Right. Um,
2: I, I've been looking <laughs> at it Yeah, that about...
0: Yeah, that works pretty well with him too. But actually, that's not... Yeah, no, you still have to do it out of theme. Because a 2 isn't allowed in DOA.
2: So, so here's the thing with... Chiron and DOA. I don't think I think leadership is a good ability. I don't think it is like a three point ability that you like have to have.
0: So right? it's good. So, going going down that line Uh, let me just check something real quick. Because his biggest problem I think is DOA already has access to a War Beast that has ninety percent of his kit.
2: Assault on a spray ten like the Roadhog.
0: Yes, is that what you're going for? It is. So like that's kind of where where what I'm thinking. Like if I if I pull up the Roadhog, I don't know how much it costs. Uh, it is for, not 14? 19. No, it's not. <laughs> it's is, not 19. He's 16 points.
1: 16. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because the Warhogs are 15, the Roadhog 16.
0: Yeah, and he's got most of Chiron's kit. Um, definitely all the offensive potential. Uh, a little bit less because a flamethrower doesn't do as much damage but he threats way farther yeah <laughs> especially when not he magic
1: right jury rig himself
0: yeah it's not it's, so it's not magic and the power is lower and it doesn't have the uh adder move fury from beast rule so like he's different and he's definitely different enough to have a distinct role um i don't know if it's five points more distinct role gotcha um like if i'm gonna play Zikar, car i'm taking chiron because the POW-14 Spray 10 with auto-boosted attack rolls is amazing. Do you think, um, this,
2: do you think he pulls car out of the trash bin?
0: Um, I think so. There has been a, uh, a, f- a faction within Scorn that have been arguing that Kyron has pulled Zakar out of the trash bin a while ago. Um, you just have to use a very specific list. And it's Zakhar Chiron with a bunch of Drakes. Okay. Um, like the one other of, half one of the Canadian WTC like,
1: guys was doing that, and he was doing it quite well.
0: Yes, um, and I, I think it works. Um, I have no real interest in trying it because I don't want to buy a million Drakes. Actually, I think I have three or four already from the last Drake's, but and I digress. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, I think Zakhar is still shit. But uh, now that he has access to three-point telemetry arc nodes, and... um,
2: That's a good thing to have.
0: Really, it's that. It's three-point telemetry arc nodes. I mean, like, he's... It's the funniest thing, like... He's still a mortality caster. And a mortality warlock you'd think can only be so bad. Right. uh, And his feat is incredible. Uh, his biggest problem is just how dramatically overshadowed he is by our other mortality forecaster, Mortal Two, who hmm. is like the superstar of mortality. <laughs> I
1: saw I saw you having a, an online argument. Um, before I, quit all the Facebook groups,
0: as one should.
1: Oh God,
0: I'm sorry. Oh, is it the guy who was uh who was trying to figure out a place for his car? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't really an argument. Um, people people were saying.
1: Because you're like, oh, if you target that thing out of range with a spray, you're pushed back. And they're like, no, you're not. You can't even hit it with the template. And it's like, it was just funny. You're like, no, the wording is quite clear. I don't know what your problem is.
0: Oh, and, that, you know, it was it was uh, that half of the argument I wasn't involved in. And uh, uh, that wasn't my intended tone. Um, the, that, that kind of thing that hap- happened a lot, you know, like there's a weird interaction and people are like, Man, I think I wanted to get clarification on this one. I'm like, I think you can just use it. Like, there's no real clarification needed. Like, I think you can go nuts. I uh, yeah.
1: I, I popped. I popped my uh, my head popped off this week, and I had to quit all the Facebook groups. I stayed in the general one because nothing really contentious ever happens in the general one. Just updates. Mm. But all the yep. all the faction specific ones, I had to leave because uh, some guy in the ret group uh, wasn't happy with Gareth 2, and he posted a complete and total redesign new feet new rules new this new spells new that and i'm like where do you get the balls to do this like you're not a fucking developer Like, comment on the rules as is and say and so just redesign like like you shouldn't be allowed to shield guard his shots like what the fuck so i got into it and i just i was a bit heavy-handed in
0: my response i am shocked I yeah.
1: know, I, and I didn't mean to go in that direction. And then um, people—it's funny too, because eh, half some people were like telling me I should fucking die, and uh, some other people were liking my comments, So it was just really
2: weird. You posted a contentious thing, and it was contentiously supported. Yep, I don't, I don't understand. But I, yeah, just, I mean,
0: a lot of a lot of red players really hate him. I don't get it. I'd fucking kill for him. No, I think he's fantastic. Yep, but like, like. Like really good Ret players I know aren't huge fans of him, and like it's at the point where I'm like, man, I disagree with you, but you're rarely wrong in matters like this. So I'm just kind of curious, and I guess I'll see where this, you know, see how this plays out. Uh, Honestly, I think probably one of the biggest problems is um, for anyone who has these reactions. If you're looking at a new toy, it's hard for you. It's hard for me, Rhett especially, i never played Rhett. It's hard for me to look at that as a ret player with having the, comm- the the mental command of the things Retribution has available to them in order for me to properly judge the Warcaster or Warlock. I always end up looking at it as like, well, this guy would be absurd in Scorn. And it's like, okay, well maybe he would, but that's not the faction he's in. And uh, I've definitely had that lead to skewed and what it turns out to be very wrong opinions of things before. And I think that might be uh, part of the disconnect there is between people who think he's amazing and terrifying uh, and people who hate him.
1: See, I have a lot of... And again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I have a lot of good... Well, it's not my horn, my meta's horn. I have a lot of really, really good players in my meta, and some of the really good ones who play Rat are like, no, nope, he's really good. And I'm like, all right. So anyways, the the short version of the long story is I, uh, and then Jonathan, you can give your comment, but I've figured out that I don't like the way the Facebook groups make me act as a person because they can get under my skin too quickly and they can agitate me and they can put me in a bad place and they can cause me to be a complete and total dick online, even though that guy needed someone to treat him like a dick. Um, but, uh. Treat him like the micro-penis he is.
0: but um Yeah, it definitely sounds like the Facebook group is the problem, Jason. Yep, yeah, but... The, sh- the Facebook group. The sh- <laughs> I understand it makes you angry, but seriously, fuck that guy. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, uh so, needless to say, I, I quit all the groups and I just walked away and I don't give a shit. Like, I feel actually better. I feel better about the fucking game. I've had more fun playing games since I dropped all these groups and I'm just not worrying about what the hell all the chatter is out there. I've had hey, actually man, more I just, fun...
0: If it's a stressor in your life, you and you remove it, it's going to you know you're you're going to be happier. It is
2: one
1: hundred percent correct. So, Jonathan, um, you had a comment about Gareth.
2: Um, so I think there's a bell curve of uh, of most casters in terms of appreciation. Um, sometimes there will be clearly obvious shit casters. right? Zikar comes out and Zikar comes out with Chiron, and everybody thinks he's trash, and it's probably right, and then. There's also things that... Right, so that's not a bell curve. That's just a line that everybody accepts that he's trash and eventually changes. But then there's casters like Gareth, where on first blush to somebody who is pretty good, he looks good. And then to the guys who are middle tier, to the guys who are pretty good, like there's (laughs) this well, he's not gonna change. This is what I always hear. Every time a new caster comes out. It is, they're not going to change my pairing. Well, yes, because you're likely very comfortable with your pairing. You're likely very uh, adept with what you're doing, and you likely understand deeply what you're doing. So that bell curve of acceptance, uh, I guess is a bell curve of unacceptance, goes higher and higher and higher until you get on the other side of the the skill and the people who have played for a long time. And then they'll come all the way back down to accepting him again. Yeah. Be- because they understand the intricacies beyond just what they play beyond their personal experience. They look at it and go, I see how he interacts with the majority of the faction, not just how I want to pair him or I want to do X, Y, or Z. And they're going to be the people who discover and use the Drake spam list with Zakhar or whatever list is the the Griffin spam with uh stupid stupid on a horse number two Why two? He, it was it was laughed at when he when he originally, originally displayed. It was like we're just gonna Griffin spam with him. It seems great, and people a majority of people were now nah, that seems like it's not gonna be good.
0: I mean, look at your faction. Look at cricks.
2: I I can go all the way back to Mark One with lists that weren't going to work. That turns out are very very good. A.K.A. Yeah. Ghost Fleet. Yeah. Go- Ghost Fleet. Um. Body and Soul. Dead-y. Body and Soul. Uh, it's it's just Dark Host was going to be okay, but not great. And you know, Wraith engines are not particularly good. They're just tolerable. Like, there's lots of stuff that it's the general mass of people. And I mean that in a disrespectfully, non-disrespectful way. The general mass of people are not going to understand the depths of play, of stuff, of, of models and casters and things. I am among that general mass of people. I grabbed a look at uh, Zadesh 2's card and said, he's worse than Agathia. And he's Iacos not. too. <laughs> and, and like, I just, was like, he's, I, I thought Iacos 2 was better than him, and I, I joked with, with friends, like, he's just so bad, he's got nothing, he can't, he can't do everything he wants to do each turn, the defensive strike is stupid, you only get one of them, and then, you know, like, uh, that
0: wasn't true at all, <laughs> that was all wrong, um, all right. but the Yeah, I mean, I've been there, you've been there, Confident Jason's been there. I feel like most of the people who play this game have been there. Well, fuck, I called that one wrong.
2: And I think that's part of a problem with CID for me, is that we're all there. We all call shit wrong, and it takes months to learn. And we're not given months. We're given sometimes hours. Yeah.
1: Do you feel? Do you feel, like? I think we touched on this last week, but do you feel CIDs are slowing down? I do not. I sort of do.
0: I mean, I had to wait seven weeks to get the score in one, so I feel no. I feel a little bit of slowdown.
1: Uh, I'm not talking about from finish to release. That that's its own cycle and its own demon. And you know, trolls took twelve weeks. Met exemplars took seven weeks. You took seven weeks. Like, I mean, they're all over the map. I like, sorry, trolls. I were nine or ten, but anyways. And some others were three. Like it just that is what it is. But I meant the frequency in which they're occurring. There's like a couple of gaps, and the last few CIDs seem to have less and less models in them. Especially new stuff, they tend to be touching on legacy stuff, but not necessarily um, not necessarily tons of new stuff. So. It just, it just seems like, I don't know, it does seem like the process is slowing down to me, which is good. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to.
2: I believe, as they have said repeatedly, and I have no reason to disprove them, that um, it's based on production schedule, right? So they believe that these models are going to come out this month. So three months ahead of time or whatever, they need to make sure that they have a CID for those models. And if it's hitting a production problem, that would reduce the amount of models being released. But I do not believe it is a rules-based decision. I do not believe it is a development-based decision. Uh, Based on the amount of talk they have given to, we would love to do certain things, but the models aren't coming out, so we can't. Like Italian, hmm. right? You can do Italian, release. Italian, uh, CID. It won't help if the new stuff that they're making for them isn't coming out.
1: Not only that, but you'll light the internet on fire <laughs> with people bitching. Yep. I had to wait eighteen months to get my Growlar Like, oh my god, shut up!
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's also why uh, the scorn CID got reduced in size from a full-on CID with a new warlock uh, to just exalted. Um, you know, because the production schedule wasn't working out. Um, although that actually brings up to kind of a tangent. Um, I was talking to some of my guys at Champions about this, and uh, they brought up a good point. So um, I'm really excited about CID. I love CID. I think it's a cool idea. I'm really excited about all these scoring changes. I'm happy with literally all of them. Like, I'm a huge fan. Um, the stuff that didn't go through CID was way, way, way bigger in chain in scope and chain and the stuff that did. And that's weird to me.
1: Like the the gargantuans being added to Imperial World?
0: Like masters they basically Like masters, they sorry. completely rewrote two themes. Yep. Um like the masters of war changes are huge. Uh the changes to themes, um and John I think I think uh Ryan uh, Babcock Babcod mentioned this on one of the groups like, this change is of a scope so large that I don't even think we're gonna know where the scorn meta is between now and three months from now.
1: I would absolutely agree.
0: But um, that's like, great.
1: That means it's in flux and you're trying new oh, things and
0: Don't get me wrong, it's awesome and I love it. It's really weird to me that this there wasn't a breath of this in the C I D.
2: So if they were they have mentioned before that there are changes they want to make that they are so sure of, they don't need to go through CID. They're not like models.
0: They have. And um, up until now, they've been small. They have been. Like, but, the Haley 2 change, not small, like, to Haley 2, not a small change. Um, but, like, as far as the faction, mm-hmm. tiny. Nerf one caster, not a big thing. Coven, same thing. Yeah. Lightning Leaps, um, same thing. Exactly. Uh this is this is such a major redo that uh I I, I am I am surprised that there wasn't any talk about this in the C I D. And I understand that they wanted to keep the focus on Exalted. Um and I understand that there were there were a few contentious models that um got considerable argument back and forth in the Exalted theme. Um I just I honestly didn't think they were going to make changes of this size without doing CID Without doing CID now,
2: I think being all of the yeah I, I agree uh, it does feel weird, but none of them feel wrong. Does that make any sense?
0: No, and that that's kind of where I am too. Like like I don't feel like any of these are bad changes. I don't think any of them are dramatically overpowered. Uh, it's shit we've been asking for for a while. Um, uh, masses of war is one of the most up until now was one of the most bizarrely hard themes for me to build, just because of how weird it was. Like, no beasts with guns, period, but you're allowed Krayas because we need them. Um, And then it was such a weird way to build the theme. Like, solos aren't free, only UAs and Tyrant Commanders, and everything you can make free is something that you can use for free points. So, like, building Masters of War lists, I constantly felt myself doing this weird dance of, like, free card, this is free, oh, nope, nope, I dropped out of a free card, this is free, nope, another free card, huh. alright, guessing am adding a second Tycom I don't want, uh, right. cool. Um, but they fixed a lot of that, like, they made it so all units count for free points, which means pain givers now, which is fantastic, I can take solos for free, which makes list building a lot easier, also, they added new solos, like all Ancestor Guardians and Hakar, Holy shit, that's a big add. Um, the fact that we can have any of our non-character beasts now, including both Gargantuans, like that, it's just completely reworked the whole, like, I, I don't even know where the hell to start with that theme right now. And, and it's and be a powerful so cool, theme. Yeah.
2: And I agree, and what's so cool about that is I always thought Masters of War, when I look at the list of themes... That should be the Scorn theme. That should be what a Scorn list should start out looking like. But um, you only have four themes, right? Uh, I think we have five. Ooh, um, oh, you have five. You have five. So yeah. you have Imperial Warhost, which is all beasts. That's, that's a good like niche theme, right? Yeah. And then you have Exalted, which is one single unit. All right. That's, a, that's another <laughs> niche theme then you have your your uh, disciples of agony which is not scorn models that's a that's a niche theme It's like the nichest of niche <laughs> themes <laughs> and then there's uh,
1: the wins theme then yeah. you have
2: wins which is essentially one unit yep and then you have the rest of the scorn army <laughs> which me the whole faction is in this one theme that is maligned something is wrong with that.
1: It's sort of like your own
2: irregulars, yeah. And it's, it was just so bad. It just felt bad to build lists in it. You can't. Yeah, have it work. was
0: like irregulars with really fucking bizarre restrictions.
1: Yep, it was irregulars that didn't function.
0: Yeah, but um, now it's now I'll, it's
1: like exactly like irregulars. Take whatever the fuck you want, and take free stuff with it.
0: Uh, to 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 a point, I mean, there's still large large chunks of the of the faction, you can't take in it, unlike Irregulars.
2: Yeah, you can't combine um, arms with Venator's. Yeah, bring like, exultions. still no
0: range still no range units, still Annihilators, still no stones, other than the AGs. Um, but it also, like, but I get what you're saying, John, it's like the most thematically scorn army. Exactly. Like, like you have the Praetorians. Cool. They're the front lines. You have the Cataphracts, the heavy hitters, the few you actually see on the table but that's a different story. Uh, then and then you have the ancestral guardians, the model whose o- the guys whose only job is to collect their souls and turn them into the other theme.
2: Right. And like it's funny cuz
0: like it's like now I can make a pairing that's that I can go masses of war and that. I could be like, look, see, this one's got Makeda 2, and this one has Makeda 3. It's actually just the same army. Just some time has passed. They're all dead now. <laughs> 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 oh, well done.
2: Uh, and that's that's that was what drove me nuts about Masters of War, was that it was the mo- most thematically scorn army, and then it was put together like somebody just... This is this is gonna sound mean because I know all the developers. Like somebody just vomited on a scorn list. and was like, those models, good. Put them in Masters of War.
0: And and the funny thing is, easily one of the best theme benefits in the game. Yep. Um, yep. Like the the everyone gets takedown when they want it benefit is just bananas good. <laughs>
2: and and maybe that's what they thought would prop up the theme. Right, is that even though it has all these weird restrictions, it is going to be a pure melee army in the most desperate of senses, Um, and it's going to run screaming across the board. And what few models get there are going to take everything apart. Cool, thematically that's good, but then you don't have you don't have the range support to get there. You don't have the like the the Hydra with Masters of War is makes me so happy because you can't it's much harder to shoot my guys who need to get there. And you can take shamans and you can take, like, I can cover my entire army with yeah, sandstorm. With, with that beautiful minus three <laughs> range. And and I hate guns, so it's my favorite model at all, Scorn. Wouldn't it, wouldn't
1: that also be the, uh, whatchamacallit, bubble, the Kras bubble?
2: Oh, yeah. The, uh, the
0: craze is... bubble is 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 small, um, and you know it, it. It's like don't get me wrong; it's it's fantastic. Like plus two death arm against gods, nothing to sneeze at. But um, uh, in my experience, it's more useful for protecting certain important models than it is for protecting entire units. Um, and you got swordsmen who, with the UA, provide it lives to the combat. Hit like a fucking truck, but yep. they do need to get there. And they have victim stats.
2: And the best increase to defense and armor is an infinite increase because you can't target me.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. So how do you like it? How, how does the update sit with you, as a as a whole? Not just the stuff they didn't do. Not just Masters of War. How do you? Does Exalted look like you wanted it to? Does the update bring you the joy that you expected it? Like. Is there anything so, we haven't talked about yet?
0: So what you said, remember when you what you said a few minutes ago, which was a common uh refrain you heard repeated when new things came out, was like, eh, it looks good, but it's not gonna change my pairing. Yeah. I deleted all my old lists.
1: Oh man. Well you had to, they're all fucked up now.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but like I feel like I'm in I'm in I'm in new territory here. Um,
1: doesn't that make you feel good about the game though
0: it does a lot um uh and like i i feel i feel like like before exalted was solved you had your lists and now there's just a million possibilities you can play any warlock in there you want to do whatever the hell you want like it's the it's the wild fucking west over in exalted land and in Mashes of war it's exactly the same thing yeah and and in Disciples of Agony, it's it's still a weird list that I don't really want to make lists for.
2: I heard that the biggest, the biggest change, I don't think we've talked about it yet, is Disciples of Agony can now take multiple solos?
0: Yes, as many solos as you want. Which is uh, extremely important. Yeah, which probably means what I need to do right now is go out and buy three of those bloated Gator Corpse solos.
2: They're
1: awesome. Get them husks.
0: <sighs> now, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Um, honestly, you know, the I'm, I'm having... What's that?
1: When they get slammed back into you.
0: Can't happen when you have... That bugs. sounds bad. It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I... Because I played husks all the time, and I got other people around here playing husks, and then I started slamming them.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want that. Oh, wait. It does it.
1: Can they be knocked down? They'll die on collateral. And yes, they can be knocked down.
0: Okay, alright, because I was just thinking, like, because they do have hyper-aggressive, so if, um, uh, as Don't long as they're kill. not dead, they can get the fuck out of, the, out of dodge.
1: But it's, it's a gator hitting a gator, so you're hitting an equal size base, so you're taking the extra die damage.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So, um, Dan. Hmm.
2: Siege Turtles. Yes. The big rallying cry prior to, there were two of them. The two rallying cries prior to the CID was, one, nerf the turtle, nerf it into oblivion and let it die for the health of the game. And then there were the Scorn players saying, actually, it's the rest of the faction that is being propped up by the turtles. Yes. And it seems to be that they didn't nerf the turtles,
0: because that's a fact.
2: They didn't change anything about them.
0: Not at all. Do you because think, turtles are balanced
2: they, well he said that with a fucking good. straight face. they're good. <laughs> balance is a different level nobody takes <laughs> nobody takes balanced shit people take over the top shit <laughs> Balanced is scorn mark 3 release um, so do you think the turtles have been dethroned and do you think people will stop taking pairs?
0: Um, yes, but not because they've been dethroned. Okay. Um, everything else is really cool right now. Um, you do not need to have double turtles in your pairing for it to be competitive. I'm going to start leaving my home because I am bored to death of them.
1: Okay. Do you think the next time there's an update with Scorn, they might knock them down a peg to where they should be?
0: I don't. I think they're where they should be right now. Um, Speed 8's a bit
1: fucking ridiculous
0: on them. I it, I think it's like, don't get me wrong, they're fantastic models. They are probably the best battle engine in the game. Um, like, they're really good. But there's a best everything in the game. Absolutely. And you can still take this
1: down a peg and it'll still be the best. <sighs> um,
0: I think it's tricky where you change them. Um,. There's really only one change I can think of for turtles that I wouldn't be grumpy about. Um, If you take away Trample from them, I think it would reduce their power level by a significant margin. But I would still feel just fine paying the points cost they pay for them. Speed five. No.
2: No. I think, if anything, you get pick two. But the the three changes I'd be willing to accept are minus one speed... Minus one armor, crit knockdown.
0: Pick two. So, literally, literally, just take away Trample. If you take away Trample, they completely lose their... In- if you take away Trample, they completely lose their insane range threat. If you take away Trample, they completely lose the ability to extricate themselves from being jammed. Um, and, like, I think those are the two major things about turtles that frustrate people. Like, um, when I, pl- I was I was playing against a friend of mine on Sunday at a tournament, and uh, he moved his tough flow up, not that far, just like in advance, and bottom of one, I went, Alright, cool, trample shoot, that one's dead, repub back three out of your threat range. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, Son of a bitch! I'm like, dude, I did the exact same thing to you last time <laughs> last, last time we played. He's like, yeah, but you threat so far, I can't do shit about it. And and he's right. And the, um, the
2: tramples make forests irrelevant for blocking line of sight. That is actually a, a good point.
0: Yeah, I just go zip into him. what the fuck cares? Yeah. Like the trample moves the model eleven inches.
1: That's many inches.
0: Like that's a lot of inches
1: it'd be a lot less if it was speed 5 it
0: doesn't it need to be it would be a lot five. less if it was speed 5 but but uh, but you know that's a
2: reasonable ask <laughs>
0: um like and it's, the thing that drives me nuts about the the, the anti the, the, the speed 5 people is that even when the goddamn thing was speed 5 you get to speed 8 by doing the same thing we do to it every single game <laughs> You just yep. go beat the shit out of it for a minute, and it's speed eight. <laughs> yep, it was
2: always speed eight, anyways. And they decided to remove <laughs> the uh, the qualification to activate a single unit before on the first turn.
0: Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, like like uh, I do get what you're saying, Jason. Um, I think it does threat probably farther than it should, uh, and I think getting rid of trample will all the problem.
1: Mm. We'll see the, tri- um, the the tridents are gonna possibly rule the skies for,
0: rule the battle engine world for a while. The Tridents are terrifying. <clears throat> yeah, they're not great
2: for a guy who runs all infantry. Uh,
0: um, like I I I don't want to deal with them. Like I, I played against I played against two of them in the CID games. I was like, oh my god, I hate everything about this.
1: And they only got better.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: You know what? This isn't broken enough. Let's give it plus two defense and extra armor. Oh, but it can only move like one model per power token. Oh no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it shakes out. rep players are weird about things.
1: Well, yeah, I bet you that bag of dicks with yeah. Gareth is like, oh, the trident sucks. It needs you know forty forty two inch more range,
2: and you this can't shield any shots. You don't need to be on the internet, Jason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, bag of micro dicks. Anyways. Um...
0: Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited about By the it. way, if uh, any of
1: our listeners actually suffer from micropenis, I'm not actually making fun of the medical condition. Just that dick.
0: Turn. <laughs> uh, I wish it had come out Friday so that I could use it in my tournament on Sunday. Uh, but I'm happy it's here, and I'm looking forward to getting to use it. Uh, also the funny thing is even though the convergence changes happened and made Clockwork Legions like an entirely playable and very solid theme, I have no interest in going back to convergence right now.
1: So so two things. Did the Dick Spider come out the same as it went in?
0: Oh dear. <laughs>
1: Sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> did the uh, did week
0: the... week three Dick Spider is exactly what we got. Okay.
2: Yeah. You got that, the Dick Spider. Just as you deserved. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, that model is so good.
1: Yeah, it's a... Yeah.
0: Like, even if you take away maid static for everyone, a boostable hand... A boostable dispel hand cannon is just filthy.
2: (laughs) It's really good. And the fact
0: that you can now pretty easily make any list in Clockwork Legion and just throw in four... uh, four Ningba Foundries and two Dick Spiders, um, you're just golden. List building for that fact for that theme is a lot easier.
2: Yeah, that feels good.
0: Um uh I really th- like right now people are really excited about lucant with all the medium bases, which makes sense. It's a solid list. Um I think we're gonna see the uh Axis Axis and a million obstructors resurgent with this. Because yep. literally the entire old theme is available now, and the rules are the same as they were before.
1: But at least right. the the build with a thousand galvanizers doesn't bulldoze a shitterty anymore.
0: Uh, sorry, still, well, no, sorry, it's it still, still will.
1: It still will, but until that Sea Eagle goes live,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, that's fine. I'm perfectly happy giving that up so that I can fucking take Ostrom down a peg. God, I hate that Morkaser. That guy's really, really
2: irritating. If I, I never like...
0: have to fight him again, it'll be too soon. But he's really honestly not... his hammer strike build is probably like you probably play him in hammer strike now. I'm okay with that, which is interesting. Why? Because I don't. Why? Because because of, of the new shit they got.
1: You can still take that shit in the regulars.
0: Uh, can you?
1: It's a really it's a, it's a merc solo.
0: Oh, I thought I didn't think Rulic shit was available in regulars. Oh yeah,
1: every Thors, model and, uh, the,
2: the, the, the,
1: oh, the Forge Guard. I,
0: I knew I knew their warjacks were. I didn't think their infantry was. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right.
1: Hammerstrike well, is probably like. is a is a weird theme.
0: It is, yes, I agree. Um.
1: So, there's something you said earlier about being out of your comfort zone. That I have to echo because I've been playing a lot of games. Like I played. I think last week I played, uh, had you know, had a day off work. Played um, like seven games with Tim Banky the one day. It was a Circle and Menoth, and then uh, today we played three. Couldn't couldn't get a full day out of it, but um, so I probably played ten games in the ten games in the last uh, little bit, and I've been playing like Resnick two and Krios two are my pair, and I think I've only played. Um, Resnick 2 once and I haven't played Krios 2 at all. I was like you know what I'm going to take this opportunity to stress test and list build and you know sort of dojo with Tim and we were going back and forth on some changes and he was testing some stuff he was playing in Circle against me and we were kind of like tweaking each other's lists and talking about stuff and I ended up playing a lot of Harby and I haven't put Harby on the table in a while and um, a lot of Serenia and I have to admit I don't know about them as a pair. Tim keeps telling me that they'd make a great pair, but I, I, part of me and like you know he's a better player than I am. I can totally admit that. There's um, I, I just with a couple of things coming up and like like the Immortals theme. I kind of uh, a little bit sick. Uh, I don't I don't know right and mm-hmm. um, um, and what the hell's the uh, oh my god the ogre theme, the primal terrors. Thank you. Primal Terrors, Primal Terrors, I I don't know. Still torn about what can happen there, but uh, definitely uh, definitely liking them and having a blast. I mean, Harbinger
2: into Primal Terrors seems fine uh, mentally, because I immediately go, well, isn't it nice to have Martyrdom stop Berserk every day of the week?
1: Yes, that that is something.
2: And you're just like, all right, cool. Um, you take in, you take maybe uh, exalted. Not a, uh, It's not exalted, Jesus. It's it's I. Introduction. You take E.I.
1: Exemplar introduction.
2: So that you can blow up all their hefty stuff, um, and make them kind of pay when they come in on the on the feet. I think there's I think there's enough there in harbinger to to be to at least give a shot into primal terrors a couple of times
1: so it it was funny too because I was playing exemplar interdiction with Serenia, and she's also really good in um guardians of all things the daughter's theme
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's it's just it's a really it's really weird but the death is so high that she just cranks that up with her feet um and her, and her Rockwell, rock like because Rockwell's a great spell but it's a very
0: um, good spell. She was also Do you actually use the daughters or just the horses?
1: Uh I use uh, one unit of daughters cuz ambush. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I but e- even the spearmen, right? The spearmen are deaf, 13 15 with set Defense, 17 with feet, uh 19 with rock wall. To- 13, Jesus. Uh with um with uh, ba 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 um uh, purifiers. I run three purifiers in that list. So that yeah, Ashen Vale uh, for twenty one. Oh yeah, there you go. So, and then,
2: uh... <laughs> I mean, you're not you're only getting like what six guys that are deaf twenty one, maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe. Y- yeah. Uh, but the rest of them are quote only what seventeens at that point. It's Dep- still depending. Fantastic, right? Um, and I've especially I've, on a shield law unit
1: right with with uh, with tough no knockdown built into the theme yeah yep you but, don't feel uh, like
2: you're losing a bunch without taking any exalted with her yeah or, uh, uh, jesus exalted exemplars
1: well that's the thing right like you end up using the um like the armor cracking in that list becomes a little odd and um Right, you have the exemplars for Grievous. They're pow nine. They go to um, sorry, they're pow nine Grievous. Sorry, pow nine Weapon Masters. But where you tilt, where you skew your armor cracking is with, um, oh Jesus Christ, not polarity shield. Uh, plus two to hit and damage from that spell. Um, positive charge. Positive yep. charge. So you can throw positive charge on one of these stupid little quick lights that runs around runs around lighting people on fire, and then you can just charge the cav in there, and 9 to 11 on Weapon Masters is a tilting point. That's pretty good. Yeah. And um, even the Spearmen, who are POW, I think, 10? Off the top of my head, I don't quite remember. But uh, they can do three-man C- CMAs to uh, 13, which becomes 15 with positive, and 15 is respectable. All right, fair enough. Makes sense. So, like doing that and um, using her in Faithful Masses is, like, you know, Def twenty, Def twenty two, uh twenty four monks behind the wall with Ashen Veil. Vale.
2: If if that wall is in a zone that you need to clear, you are not going to.
1: Uh, yep. And the funny thing is, is um because the theme benefit gives you a wall rock wall is gonna be placed the theme benefit wall has some limitations rock wall spell doesn't yep so you can put the wall with a gap in the wall so that you can't actually land to like within two inches to attack over the wall
0: mm-hmm. you, you put mm-hmm. it
1: so there's no gaps like not a small enough gap and you can't fit a small base between the two walls and you can't attack a large base over the two walls.
2: Yep because or, it's greater than 2 inches between the front of the one wall and the back of the other
1: yep especially cuz you have to be just within an inch of the wall to get the bonus so you just have to step yep. back a tiny bit i've also done it where i've sandwiched a monk between two walls
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you're in the front or the back he has the wall and if you somehow
2: if you when you miss him he just gets to step behind the far wall and be like what
1: Yep. I'm still under a wall. And the funny thing, too, is you can actually set the walls up like a V. Yep. So that you can only get one model in there, and then he just steps away. He's
2: <laughs> like, I got this. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, so anyways, i was been outside my comfort zone playing Serenia, but I think I definitely um, I had fun. I had fun. I was actually doing quite well with her, and Tim says he uh, she scares the shit out of him, so... I take that for uh, for the positive it is, and I'm I think I really there's something there I really need to uh, to work on, and I don't know if it's in exemplar or not. So I gotta start playing, it's like fooling with the two because Vengers and her are amazing because she puts inviolable resolve on the Vengers, making them armor twenty armor twenty two when they get battle driven triggered. They're DEF-12, DEF-14 with feet, DEF-16 with Ash and Veil, DEF-18 with a Rockwall.
2: Well, I'm just going to mention real quick. You can't have your entire army behind Rockwall with Ash and Veil. It is good to know, right, that that you can get these models to those numbers. But the way the way you're talking about it makes it very much seem that you're like your whole army is defense a billion when realistically it's like the amount of models you can fit behind a wall
1: Um, you're right it's it's you can get two cav behind the wall but uh, i I run three purifiers in that list so if i really wanted to i could protect the entire cav unit
0: well a lot of times it's a bunch of things and especially since you see a lot of walls happen before I played against a lot of people that theme, who stagger the walls, and it just feels like every goddamn model in the army is hiding behind a fucking portable hedgerow, and it's beyond obnoxious. Yep, yep. it is.
2: It makes sense to, to be able to calculate it and be able to know, hey, if I put my guys in this zone with this model, um, and the purifier, the weird thing about that, well, weird, the thing about that is you have to get the enemy in it, right? It's not... The it's not your model has to be in it. The enemy has to be within it. So positioning that's got to be really
1: strange. Um, uh, yeah, you just but it's a it's a medium base. So you just have to run it almost perpendicular. Like you just have to run him flush with the large bases. So if you're in a spot where you can attack, like three is the magic number, right? Because you can actually cover like almost
0: every angle. How how big is it? Or that comes off of it?
1: Two inches. Two inches.
0: Okay. <laughs> but so like- think anything- Anything with reach it will not hit over the troops is trying to give Ashton Vale to right
1: uh, if if you have to come within two inches to attack the model it's again it's there's everything in this game is angles right
0: oh yeah obviously. but
1: so uh, it, it works a lot better than it actually than it actually sounds because because then people start worrying about the Ashen Vale and they attack the Jacks instead of the models.
0: No, I get that. Uh, I've... <clears throat> uh, one of the most obnoxious things I found about playing as Protectorate was... Uh, which one of your Warcasters has that as a spell? Ashen Veil? Yeah.
1: It's on the solo. It's on the... I'm, uh,
2: I'm, I'm sorry, sir. It is Cloak of Ass. Ashton's Veil <laughs> is what you get.
1: Cloak of Ass is on Testament.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: And, but uh, you can throw Ash and Veil vale out on individual models with the um, with that one solo.
0: Right, because playing, playing the Tessima and dealing with Cloak of Ash when I was running Double Turtles on all my lists is the single most aggravating thing in the world because you have no idea how fucking easy it is to get a cloak of ash model within two inches of one of those fucking huge bases, even if he's in a completely different part of the board <laughs> from the unit that has cloak of ash, I'm like I'm trying to fight way over here, and I'm like yeah, but that guy behind you has cloak of ash, so you're Matt four, I'm like mm. yeah. You know, what, you know what I need
2: to use more marauders. You don't have marauders, Kador. Uh, I have blood. <laughs> Blighted Ogred Marauders, sir.
1: They're the ones immune to fire?
2: Uh, and, and, no, they're not immune to fire. Uh, Scar makes them, Scar 3 makes them immune to fire with her spell. Um, they, uh, they have Cloak of Ash on the whole 10-man unit. And their media bases. That's why I, that's why I was going with, it's it's harder to get the coverage that you need with only 3 models. I get the coverage I need, because I have 20 models. <laughs> With cloak of ash covering my whole board, um, but yeah, that's, but that's where I like cenerators. <laughs> Cinerators
1: are yep. about seven, and a mutifier.
0: I I gotta tell you, more factions really need to invest in the sensors as weapon technology. It's a good it's a good technology.
1: In the what? Sorry, <sighs> in the what is weapon technology?
0: Sensors. Um, that's effectively what those whip things are. On the marauders and the purifier. Have you ever seen a censor in real life? Yeah,
1: I'm, I've I've been to uh, Catholic mass.
0: Yeah, then all right, then that's exactly what. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just people can't see me doing it, but I'm waving the incense.
0: Yep, You're doing something.
2: So, any last any last thoughts here on the uh, on, on scorn on comfort zones on uh, I don't know my lack of doing anything related to War Machine for the past, like, four weeks, because I just haven't been able to.
1: I gotta run I'm going probably- to run King of Coins in January for my local medics. Nice.
2: That sounds great. I think that's a great idea. I think whoever came up with that is a genius.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't say genius, but I'd say a pretty nice I guy would. for sh- I know you I them, would. i will say a, a pretty smart guy who's really trying to encourage growth and development in this game and getting more people involved and uh and kind enough to share it so that other metas can do the same
2: and just in case i finally figured it out just in case uh you would like to look at the king of coins rule set com slash king dash of dash coins it's out there i have it I just have to, I have to find out. You should put clothes. a link
0: to that on our Facebook page.
2: In response to this specific uh, episode going up, I absolutely will. <laughs>
0: so, I don't know. I haven't been great about putting episodes up. I don't know when this one's going to hit the airwaves. You might want to just do that anyway. <laughs> G- January 2025.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we got some questions. Yes. Oh, Do before it. that, isn't there? There's a shadow, right? Or a prophecy. Oh, man, props I had need a to be segue. Given?
2: I had a segue to this. And Do you it. said, you said, no, it's, it's already way past. I'm just going to iterate my segue 25 minutes later. Uh, you said, man, I wasn't able to use my scorn at a tournament. And I was like, when are you neck next looking forward to using your scorn? Are you still going to be using them next time you play?
0: well john what a good segue you made 25 me, minutes ago uh, let me let me have a look there and we can we can go ahead and <laughs> and talk about that uh, uh, let me just keep stalling for time here until i have it up on the facebook so i can tell you when it is do you want me to is tell it you a funny story
1: while you're looking at it
0: it is a tournament i was going to tell you a funny story but i it's uh i, I it's a uh, you mean why I was laughing?
1: No, no, no. No, I said, do you want me to tell you a funny story about something that happened today? While well, you're looking. Uh, it's quick. I found it. Uh, All
0: right.
1: I'm still going to share still the story.
0: up by asking. All right, tell me your funny story.
1: Uh, so the short version is I was at Black Knight Games. And uh, one of the guys who works there, but he's actually going to school. But <clears throat> anyways, he was there today. And I was shooting the shit with him. And I'm like, hey, Merry Christmas. And we're just talking real quick. And there was an older gentleman standing there. Oh, I thought it was just a customer because he was roaming around. And uh, so I go to the guy and I'm like, oh, you got like a red spot on your neck. I'm like, you might want to look at that. Like, it it sort of looks like a tick bite because it sort of looked like a ring. And he's like, huh. And he wandered into the bathroom to look and he came back out and he's like, I see what you mean. He goes, but I think it's just like a rub burn from my scarf. Like I must have pulled on my scarf and just burned like a little like a little like spot. So I looked at him and I'm like, hey dude, whatever choking play that you and your wife are into, that's great. Just be safe. And the older gentleman like almost choked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm like I'm like Was oh. he safe? Yeah, he was saying, I'm looking at him, I'm like, You okay? And he's like, Yeah, And he's like bl- bl- like beat red in the face. So I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, anyway, somebody here. I'm like, oh, so Merry Christmas to the person I was talking to. And I turned to the gentleman the older gentleman, I'm like, yeah, I don't know you, but Merry Christmas. And he goes, He's like, well, Merry Christmas to you, too. And he shakes my hand. And the guy I was talking to goes, oh, Jay, you haven't met my father before?
0: <laughs> 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 and I'm like,
1: oh, yeah. Suddenly that choking comment is uh, a little less funny.
0: Yep. Like, alone, yeah. i sounds like he got awful flustered for someone who wasn't doing that.
1: <laughs> it was embarrassing with his son. <laughs> and uh, And I'm just like hmm, Hmm. that's what feet taste like. How nice. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm wearing shoes. I'm going to walk this way. <laughs> it was just funny. It was just, it was just fucking totally funny. I'm like, nope, I haven't met your dad before. Anyway, sorry, carry on. You have a, a tournament you want to talk about.
0: I do. So we got an event. Uh, a lot of the events I talk about happen at Champion Games, Gaming Swarm Poughkeepsie. Uh, So, if any of you are in that area, I recommend checking it out. Uh, But uh, he's got the owner, Steve. has got a tournament coming up on January 22nd. Nope. January 26th, which uh, is an excellent time. Get a little Captain Con prep in. Make sure your lists are are up to snuff. And, uh, um, yeah, uh, everyone should go. It's January 26th at uh, Champion Card Collector. In um, uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, if you're in the Hudson War Machine Hudson Valley Facebook group, uh, you've probably already seen this. He's very active on that group. Yeah, it that, that's it. I'm done.
2: That sounds good. That dude. That dude's a great dude. He came down for uh, for War Machine to Nova a couple of years back. It was uh, it was good to have a, a, a lunatic cricks player who wasn't playing Ghost Fleet at the time. He is a Linted Kirk's player.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, you never posted the episode. Yet. But, I was wondering but, if you actually got a, a PM with a bunch of googly eyes posted on it <laughs> glued to a taint.
0: Nope, nope, not yet. No, I actually had <laughs> pushed that conversation out of my mind until you just brought it up. Now you can only imagine Fox's googly-eyed taint.
2: Let's get on to questions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zane Zoller says a farewell to Wills. Uh, yes. Good and you know good luck to them and their adventures and may, uh, may the force be with them.
0: It's been fun irritating you on Facebook. I I hope uh, wherever your next your next job comes, fewer people irritate you on Facebook.
2: Yeah, but now you're allowed to tag Will Pagani in the War Machine general.
0: Facebook discussions
1: not a for no but,
0: reason. But now Will Pagani is free to ignore and or tell those people to go fuck themselves.
1: And or just block them. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> or just leave the group.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's probably the better move.
1: Alright. Uh, Jacob Collins. Anyway. The game starts after feats are finished. Discuss.
2: I had never... Uh ever, ever heard that. And then when he posted that, I was like, that is an interesting concept.
0: It is a really interesting so, concept. So I've heard that a couple times. Um, never in Mark 3. It was mostly in Mark 2. And it was said a lot to refer to Haley 2's feet. Um, and I definitely felt that, that was the case. Uh, everything leading up to Haley 2 feeding was making it so that you stood the strongest chance to survive her godforsaken feet. And then once that happened you could actually start playing the game.
2: And and like playing against Denny one, Denny Two, there's a there's a bunch of Crick's casters that feel that way that I want to get in, get my feet off, get as much leverage out of it, and then survive and play the rest of the game to win it.
0: Like Yeah. It's a cool concept. I had not not it's it an interesting concept and like I, I mean I mean a lot of a lot of casters their wind conditions their feet so like it's not universally applicable but uh, it definitely it's definitely an interesting way to look at the game so and
1: I think to break it down from my perspective or what I what I think is I think there's actually a game within a game it's the I have my feet or my opponent has his feet how do I play and then, post-feet. Like, I've either blown my wad, or my opponent's blown his wad and now I need to recover. So you have your pre-feet and your post-feet, and it's I play the game a certain way before my opponent feets, depending on his feet, and then I play the game a certain way after he feets. So I don't know if the game starts after the feet, but I think a second element of the game starts.
0: I think... So that- That makes sense, because, like, especially if you've got Wild Mint that that I've encountered a number of times, is if one Warcaster has a feat that effectively counters the other. Yep. You kind of run into this game of chicken. Like, who's going to feat first? Whoever feats first is not going to have a great feat turn, because the counter feat is going to turn it off. Yep, that's...
1: Or... or, like, it gets weird when you have... Sorry, Jonathan. When you have, like, like, a control feat versus an offensive feat. Control feats versus defensive feats are a little sort of yin and yang. But, like, I'm going to push you out of the way. I'm going to prevent you from charging versus uh, I can charge extra far and I can, I'm can i going to hit automatically or I get a bonus to damage. Like, like the, those ones there, like, you have a dance before and, and then another dance after.
2: And I yep. think what he's trying to say... What, what that whole phrase says to me, though, is the dance before isn't War Machine. You finally play War Machine once you stop dancing. And I think, like, when you boil it all down, War Machine is all about your abilities and your stats and your stuff. And there's only a couple things in this game, feats on every caster and some mini feats, that you only get to do once. And it changes the way War Machine is played. Um, and, and Hordes, whatever, that other faction nonsense. Um, but it, it changes the way you played, and once you've finally gotten the feats out of the way, then you get to play a game of War Machine at its chorus of beings. And I, I get that, even though War Machine without feats would be really, probably really not good.
0: It wouldn't be as fun.
1: See, and that's why I'm going to disagree because I don't think post feet I think pre-feed is War Machine because War Machine has feats, and War Machine is feats, and War Machine is all about your caster having that turn. War Machine hordes, whatever War Machine hordes, it's your caster right. has that turn of the game where they take the rules and bend them, where where things become malleable, where you adjust the course of events to fit your game plan and your opponent then has to deal with that and that is the core nature of War Machine except fuck Haley 2 but uh like that was beyond ludicrous
2: so then do you think that casters with weak feet but strong spell lists aren't real war and I, I know that's hyperbolizing right but aren't
1: real war Machine? No, I think they still are because they still have a feat and they still play the way they play. I'm just saying, saying, War Machine doesn't start until the feats are done, is too generic and too generalizing. War Machine is War Machine, like the game is the game, and the feat is part of the feat. And I think there's a, the way you play before your feats are popped and the way you play after your feats are popped are different. But it is what it is. Like you have your your segments, right? And I
2: I agree. Do you think that playing war machine after the feats is harder or is before the feet harder
1: i think it's a dance really and truly like because sometimes before your feet it's super hard because you're trying to set up for that perfect feet or you're trying to deny your opponent that alpha level feet that's just going to really cripple you and leave you nothing to retaliate with so that's it, it's a dance it's literally a. A jigsaw puzzle and you're zigging and you're zagging trying to put pieces together on the fly, upside down.
2: That sounds miserable. I hate puzzles. I like games. Puzzles are not my thing. Upside down while well, doing a jig is probably not also my thing.
1: But I think I think it's one of those things where we agree with each other mostly.
2: You know, I, I I'm actually uh I agree with you hundred percent. I'm just poking questions to see yeah. where you where your brain lies. That's all. Like I like doing that.
0: Yeah. Dan? Yeah. No. I mean, like it all makes sense, and then I, I can see both sides of it. Um, uh, I understand the sentiment, like I mentioned before about Haley, and um, <clears throat> it's also kind of interesting. It, it's like. Um, Like, uh, with a lot of, like, the MMO games and stuff like that, like, I've seen, you know, World of Warcraft, the game doesn't start until level 80, or, like, you know, when you're playing Destiny, the game doesn't actually start until level 20, back when that was the max. Um, uh, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's like a tectonic shift in the game, wherever it is, and the game is definitely different before and after that, that swing point. But, um, uh... I, I wouldn't. I've heard that mostly used to describe if like the game is boring before the swing point happens. I don't think War Machine is boring before you feed.
1: I agree. I agree.
2: Says says three people who enjoy playing War Machine have to talk about it all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Surprise.
1: All right. So moving on. Jacob Collins also asks: Would changing fixed game length to six turns affect the potential steamroller for twenty nineteen, or how about eight turns? Uh, I very rarely nowadays get to seven turns, so I don't know the point of eight turns.
0: Six turns is too short, eight turns is too long. I have, in the
2: entirety of 2018, which is the only year we've had... Correct. Oh, Jesus, it feels like we've had that for so much longer. Um, I have gotten to seven turns exactly once. 2018's been a long fucking year, John. It has. <laughs> did you Did you know we had an Olympics in 2018?
0: I vaguely remember that, yes. An it feels this like year. it was years ago.
1: <laughs> All right, so, um, yep, Jacob, I think we're sticking with seven. Uh, John Klein says, thoughts on the mystery boxes, Mark 2. This
2: is a fun topic. Jason, why don't you go first? Oh, I know geez. you have strong feelings.
1: Um, I don't really care. I didn't buy any. I uh, I don't. I don't like the thought of getting shit for a faction I don't want to play. I don't like the thoughts of. It, it just. I uh, I I didn't buy any. Like I I think the the Signer one looked really really weird. Like you got two teapots in there, like. Like, that's just weird. Um, like, it's like the... The ones that are good, like, like the Scorn one seemed good, the Mammoth one seemed good, but I don't like the whole random element. I don't want... I want to collect what I want to collect. I don't want, like, oh, look, I'm never going to play Cricks, and look, I just got $400 worth of Crick stuff that I had to pay a shit ton of money for, including shipping and international shipping and uh, and duty and taxes at the border and blah, blah, blah. So... The and value, 70 cents on the dollar.
0: The value doesn't appeal to
1: you.
0: No, not at all. Dan? Honestly, the the biggest thing I noticed about the newest batch of boxes is it, this feels like a calculated effort by Privateer Press to completely destroy the already mostly dead secondary market for their game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, I hate this round of Mystery boxes. Uh, it could be because the the well. Um, all right. So I wanted to buy one, and then I didn't. I missed out because I was lazy and dumb, and not as excited about the first about the second box as I was about the first one. It felt like a capitalization on the first box is doing really well. So what what do we have in our? What can we also make mystery boxes out of? And it turns out that. Mostly that's right. The Signar box is weird. The I am so happy I did not get or order or hope for a Crix box cuz that box was awful. Is it, it was a disaster. Um I don't yes it is playable I guess. But I I think I think it was a bad attempt to catch lightning in a bottle a second time. I I wish
1: the box was almost fit themes like like you have your 400 hundred dollar box or 600 hundred dollar box whatever the hell it was but it was a theme like it was exemplar interdiction or it was um dark host or it was imperial war host it was like whatever like forges of war etc cetera, etc cetera. like it was here's a theme like here's here's a, here's a hammer strike theme like like i wish it was a box that fit that and st- Instead of Hodgepodge? What the hell are Croix player's gonna do with two teapots?
2: Signar players?
1: Signar players are gonna do with two teapots. I
2: don't unless know unless unless,
1: with... unless something's gonna come up in a theme, but
2: Yeah, they can't even make a legal list with that box. It's just not a thing. They got a storm wall and some what was it, trenchers? I don't and a light two. jack and two dwarven battle engines. You can't make a legal list with that. It's not possible.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, I, I think people are going to be gun shy if they come out with a Mark III version of the, of the of the mystery boxes.
2: I absolutely think this is the last time they can do it. Um, but again, to to your point, Jason, of saying you want a, a thematic mystery box, the, the quote unquote point of the mystery box was to empty shit out of the warehouse. So they had to figure out how to make lists out of this shit they had in their warehouse.
0: This one felt a lot more like a warehouse liquidation sale than the last one did. It absolutely did, I agree.
1: Alright. Are we done with that? Seems good. All right, uh, Mark Swaby, Swaby says final score and CID changes and thoughts if it's out by the time you record. Hey, Mark, listen to the beginning of the cast. <laughs> You'll uh, have a good time. Stephen Rabideau, how does it feel getting crushed by Cutter and the Steves? Is that for you, Schweik?
0: Um, it would have been if I had gone to the team tournament that they were at and if, in fact, any member of the battle-driven team made the team tournament they were at, because I had to bail at the last second. Oh, And then no. Dan G had to bail at the last second. Oh, so no. So none of it actually went. So I don't know. But I think they ended up winning the tournament. So I, I imagine it would have been painful.
1: I believe in you, Dan. If you were there, you would have won. <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh... So, Steven, you have to... Claim your empty victory knowing that had Dan and his other buddies been there, that you would have lost. So, hollow may the victory be.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. I don't know if I'd say that. I didn't say it. Jason did. So, like, this is where we're at, apparently.
1: (laughs) It's okay. I'm really good at pissing people off on the internet. Uh, Bob Simmons. (laughs) Simon Simmons. Simmons says, what factions that you don't currently play would you be most (laughs) interested in playing and why? And which faction holds no interest for you and why? Oh, sweet. These are
0: fun questions. Um, Dan, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, let's see. Faction I find most interesting that I would like to play. Um, I've always been intrigued by Protectorate. Um, uh, I ha- I've had a lot of frustrating games against them, and uh, I've seen people do really cool things with them. Uh, also, they have uh, a really fucking broken colossal right now, so uh, so I feel like Protectorate could be fun. Um, also, it it's probably, it's interesting, like, Kator was my first main faction, and now I'm in Scorn, which is kind of like kador and Protectorate had a baby, and so now it's kind of like, hey, we'll try out, try out the other parent out, see, try out on for size. I'm not going to, because then I feel like buying another army. Um, just sell
2: your Convergence for it. It'll be fine.
0: I actually could do that. No, <laughs> I'm not. Stop it. Anyway, so <clears throat> uh, as far as army, I would never be interested in playing again. Again? Um, yeah, I'm going to cheat and say again. Um, there is no army I, I have never played that I have absolutely zero interest in playing. Um,
1: it doesn't, well, no, it I, just says which faction holds no interest for you and why.
0: Oh ricks uh, I don't like the faction um, I don't think their models are cool I don't think their fluff is cool uh, nothing about them appeals to me thematically I played them a lot in Mark II because they were broken as shit and I wanted to win games. (laughs) But I painted zero Krix models because it wasn't fun. And I'm sorry, I know I have made John a sad boy.
2: (laughs) I'm sitting here melting in my chair. (laughs) That's funny, I actually... uh... I hate everything you stand for, John. I hate everything (laughs) you like in the game. Everything you enjoy in the
1: game is trash. I'm gonna go next. And I'm going to say I have absolutely no interest in playing Cricks. Oh, good. Good. Uh, b- why? Because I like to actually have a challenge when I play this game, and I like to have to think for my wins and not just easy button it. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: I played Cricks in Mark II when they were more broken than they've ever been before, and you still had to think, you whiny little <laughs> shit. <laughs> yep. Um, out. No, actually, it's
1: just. Um, I like undead stuff. I just don't know what it is about the cricks stuff. I just, I really, it doesn't really hold an interest for me. It's the one faction that I look at and I go, eh, like, I don't know. It just, like, I get it. It's fun. And, and, like, they do, they do everything. It just, I just, it doesn't appeal to me. And I don't, I couldn't actually tell you why.
2: I can. I 100% can tell you why you, Jason Lucas, do not like cricks. It is the most prevalent faction in the entire game, you goddamn snowflake. Yeah, you we'll go with that. Possibly... That's probably. It. <laughs> <laughs> you could have possibly want to play the most popular game, the popular faction if you were forced to do it.
1: Well, that's going to be funny that you say that because the faction that I don't currently play that I'd be most interested in playing is Circle and which is because I'm currently collecting it. So I just bought, picked up a whole bunch of thorns and um, some some uh, wolves, and uh, yeah. So I'm actually collecting up, uh, and and I'm going to be a little cute with my paint scheme. I'm actually going to do some uh, some a little bit of gender play on them, and I'm painting all the male thorns pink and all the female thorns blue.
0: I don't know if uh, "gender play" was the word you wanted to use there.
2: Yeah, aren't you? Aren't you just like?
1: I was going to go all pink for everyone, but right. then I started thinking, you know, blues blue for the chicks just to make them pop a little differently.
2: Pop a little differently. I got you.
1: Right, and then they stand out. And Bridget and Colby will be really interesting because uh, I can actually then. Put a little blue and call on a little pink in her because they're twins. And I can actually, like, I can do some really interesting stuff with the paint schemes then. All right. And it's not—it's more um, a role reversal, I guess, is what I was trying to say. So stereotypical circle, role reversal when it comes to gender-based colors.
2: Circle doesn't count
1: then if you are actually playing it. I'm not playing them. I haven't I haven't played them since early early Mark II, okay. and that was only a Goat to list that I bought. nothing else Uh, but I'm active I've been actively collecting them for about a month and a half
2: now. gotcha I alright so there are two factions that I would love to play but I don't get enough play time and I absolutely do not get enough painting time Uh, and that is I love the new concept of steelheads and so therefore the rest of mercenaries would, would come with them Right. I love Mercs. Uh, I played very briefly some Cephalix, so that doesn't really count. But the broader faction of Mercenaries would be cool. But realistically, it's Crucible Guard. I want to play Crucible Guard. I'm going to buy it in probably about a year or so when it's all on the secondary market and nobody wants to play it anymore and it's all terrible trash uh, because I want to play Rocketman and that's, that's fun. The faction, and there is really only one, that I have never built a list nor pondered purchasing is Grimkin. Nothing about that faction particularly appeals to me. Um, there's, there's just nothing. Yeah, there's nothing it, cool about it. That was, like, to be
1: honest, that's my other choice for a faction I don't want to play.
2: Yeah. Mm. And the fact that anybody ever, sorry Zane, refers to them as Bumpkins. Makes me less likely to to ever play them or talk about them or do anything with them.
1: They look like 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 I hate the look. They look like 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 nursery rhymes come to life. Like it's like like, like Dr. Zeus on acid. But that's and the it's, point, right? Yeah, it's just. But I just don't like the look. Baba Yaga and her giant fucking walking shoe. Like get out of here. <laughs> All right. Oh, Bradley Hakar The God of Blood. With the Nomad under review for a point increase, I find myself asking, what makes a jack or beast too efficient? Quote unquote. This is followed by, is a point increase the best way to nerf an over-efficient jack, or just the easiest? Also followed up by me tearing up as I remember the glory of the 12-point juggernaut May they rest in peace. What are the hosts' point of view on these questions?
2: So, um, when I think of something that is too efficient, the the definition I come across is too good for its points. And, <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's basically what efficient means. And, I, I think there's a caveat here, because there are, You could also argue that that is broken. Uh, Things that are too good for its points are broken. Um, But also, when you're efficient, you are both too good for your points and um, cover too many contingencies. So you're able to just efficiently bring a whole bunch of the same model and have it work out in most circumstances, in most reasons, for a too
1: reasonable point cost.
2: That's my
1: thought. Yeah. Uh, Um, Sometimes the theme benefits affect that, right? Because the Slayers are okay to substandard outside of the Carapace theme.
0: Yep, yep. I also think when you have, like, as far as the best versus easy method, when you have a Jack that's performing, that's doing what they want it to do, like the Nomad, uh, pretty bare bones beater Jack. Doesn't have any special rules. Just hits things with a sword.
1: No, oh, no. Tried uh, and true, my friend. Tried and true.
0: Has one special stupid rule. Right, so it doesn't have any special rules. Uh, it's just sort of a bare bones beater Jack. Um, and you know what? What the fuck else can you do with that besides change the points value? I mean, if you lower its people assess, it's no longer a bare bones beater Jack. It's just a bare bones Jack. Pile of trash. Sits yeah. in the corner all by itself. So they gave honestly a- my my thing about that right now is uh, uh, I don't know why you use why you'd use nomads at twelve points. I just don't see why you would take them. Toros are thirteen points and are way more than one point better than the nomad. So yeah,
1: they tried to compensate for that. I think with powerful charge because they gave in the the, the the current iteration is they gave a powerful charge. So toros mat six the nomads Matt six, but the nomads Matt eight on the charge. That's fair. So I think they're trying to give it that something. So I, and just for the record, I don't think upping the nomad to 12 points is a nerf at all. I think, uh,
0: I think they're fine at 12.
1: I think I do. Um, I do agree with Schwank, though. The argument's going to be 12 to 13.
0: I mean, you, you could be right. You're probably right. Um, the biggest reason this a nerf is because it completely fucks the points for that Magnus 2 list. Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, so they can just swap in. What the hell are they? The yeah. shield guard jacks,
0: Toros. But you know, it's it, they gotta you gotta rework the whole list. Vanguard.
1: They can swap in vanguards if they want to stay at the old point cost.
0: I mean, yeah, if they don't want to kill anything. Yep very
2: different purpose a yeah, vanguard yeah. is not a swap for a nomad
1: oh no same point so which i always thought was weird so it's um so what's uh yeah it's like and like to touch on what dan said i agree completely like how do you uh how do you tone down something that has no rules like you nerf its stats you either nerf its stats or you up its points and I would rather see a mat six nomad at twelve points than a mat five or four nomad at eleven or ten points.
2: Yeah, it, it'd probably be mat five, and that's and oh boy, uh, if we think that the CID is bad now, if you start tearing down things that are what people. If you start burning the turtles, everybody's going to riot. Don't burn the turtles. Don't don't break down the things that are propping up the faction.
1: <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, but the difference is nomads aren't holding, propping up the faction. If anything, it's gun bunnies for a while there. Drillers. Drillers are 10 points. Like, they're only speed 4. with One inch reach, but still.
0: Okay. Mer- Mercs has nothing propping up the faction. The faction's amazing. Faction's fine.
1: You know what? It's because it's it's a regulars. It's amazing because of the synergies. But, But I will say that in
2: every pairing I have played into, there are multiple nomads. Yeah. I don't think it's propping up the faction. I think you're right. But it is a ubiquitous model within a very, very broad faction.
1: Right. But so if we were to step away, should Slayers be 11 or 12 points as well?
2: I mean, I don't believe so. Um, but that's specifically because they're not used in a multiple. They're not used with many casters. They're used with like one, maybe two.
1: Um, so I will I will point out that Nomad tend to just be used on regulars.
2: Right, but your regulars has multiple casters that use the model. Which I guess is the difference between ubiquitous and a powerful list, right? A ubiquitous model is used in pretty much every iteration of the list, no matter what the caster is. Uh, You want to put that model in because it's great because it turns out efficient. Um, And in a spam or a single list uh, that's, that's powerful, they'll take that one model and just like ram it up to 15. And you can do all sorts of things to pull that down maybe not the quadruple bat that you saw with Mad Dogs that then needs to be reversed. Um, yeah. But but there are, there are other things that can be done to fix that. Um, I don't think slayers at 11 points will make anybody happy.
1: But really and truly, it just takes one slayer out of that list.
2: Yeah, which breaks it. Which is weird, but it absolutely does. Um, actually, that list is, I won't say it's solved, it is good. It's just as good as Ghostslaid or anything else. But I don't. It it is not the meta-terror unsolvable monster that everybody thought it was. There are a lot of really good lists that have really good play into it. It's a solid list. It does what it's supposed to do. And if you are unprepared, it will be bad. But so, there are plenty of prepared players.
1: Stepping away from that, at the time, yeah. it, it, did, it had little to no solutions. But since Primal Terrors has come out since... Um, a bunch of other themes have come out, even the and whatever, like like medium-based infantry, etc., cetera, etc. There are more th- solutions to it now than than there was initially.
2: I disagree completely. Really? Uh, the the solutions I have found, almost all uh, that I have run into, almost all of them are from models that existed before. Primal Terrors is the only one that's not.
1: Um... You roboted out on me as we were talking. So I'm just going to say, Oh, okay. good. Good point. I uh, didn't think of that. <laughs> All right. All right. We're on to our last question, unless Danny yep. had anything else you wanted to jump in there with? Nope. All right. Jacob Collins, last question. Jacob, you sent us three this week. Good on you, man. Um, what are your War Machine highlights of the year? What are your personal hopes and aspirations for the game in 2019? Ooh, that's a, that's
2: a good one to end on.
1: That's what I thought, too.
2: You go first, Jason. Tell, Me? Us, tell us what you loved about 2018 and what you want to do in 2019.
1: Um, 2018, okay, this is going to sound corny. Um, made a bunch of new friends. Playing oh. the game. <laughs> I, I have friends, fuck you. Um... <laughs> But I made new, uh, Jonathan joined the cast this year.
2: I did. Probably not the best.
1: Um, you make fun of me way less than Shranky. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I made new friends. I, um. Wait, Jason, did you join the cast last year? Yeah. Really? I've been on for quite a while, dude. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. been quite All a while. Right, keep going. Um,. <laughs> Anyways, uh fuck, right out of train of thought gone. So, made new friends. Um the the Menoth got its exemplar interdiction theme done, which um took me from Mercs into Menoth. So I did my faction change there. Or sorry, from minions and mercs into Menoth. And um you know, I have I just I've been having a lot more fun playing. Um uh quitting all the facebook groups is a good thing too that's not necessarily a highlight but that is um,
2: absolutely a highlight you had you took self care into your own hands and you made sure you got out of that toxic
0: pile here, of Jason. shit picking so many fights on facebook i leave a bunch of groups <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey it's not my fault the guys are f- anyways um yeah 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 that uh you know Anyways, anyways, I was just about to say something totally horrific.
0: And I Don't stopped myself. Look,
1: I filtered myself. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, so... Um, I was just saying that his mom only had one extra coat hanger in the house. Anyways. Um,
2: 2019,
1: right? 2019 huh. now. <laughs> uh, 2019. <laughs> uh, I want to master a couple of non like master, like master is a big word, but I want to be highly proficient in a couple of new Menoth lists. I want to finish my caster challenge of playing every caster in the faction five times, six times, sorry, in multiple, in at least two themes. And um, I want to have my new circle lists fully painted and start playing them, start playing them as well. And I want to go to a couple extra cons next year if I can, but it's my twentieth wedding anniversary, so don't know if I have the money. Fair That's enough. it. And I already know I can't go to Nova because one of my I didn't get my vacation approved for that. Lame. I know.
0: What? how the hell did you already do that?
1: Because we had to submit our vac- Except- we had to submit our vacation in October and it was approved in November, and one one of the guys on my team is more seniority than, than me requested Labor Day weekend off.
0: You requested Labor Day weekend off two months ago. Yes. Yeah. Jesus.
1: We submit our vacation October 15th and it's approved November 15th for the following year between January 1st and December 31st.
2: Wow. All right. That's a scheduled vacation system. Yeah, but I also yeah. I also
1: have six weeks vacation, right? Six and a half weeks vacation.
2: But you gotta, you have to be able to coordinate that, I guess.
1: Yeah. Like, and so the one buddy one guy on my team has seven i have six and a half and the two guys underneath me have six and six so i mean between the four of us only one person can be off so we, yeah. we talk to each other and we try and arrange stuff like i always take christmas eve off so he uh he does the guy with seniority above me doesn't take christmas eve but he's always the guy who takes labor day weekend so yeah that's what it is I was hoping Fair to get enough. an extra one off, but it just didn't happen. I asked my boss, and she said no.
2: Understood. So, I'll go next. Uh, cut Dan right off. Um, So, I am most proud. It's the stupidest thing, I'm sure. Uh, but it is it is King of Coins. I, I ran my first successful King of Coins event in... 2018 and it has gotten a lot of traction with people who aren't me which is not something I expected uh I expected this to be kind of a thing that I ran that had a bunch of people have fun in the northeast well not even the northeast the mid-atlantic and then we just keep doing it and to see other people wanting to take it up wanting to asking me where I got the coins asking me how to make coins all sorts of stuff that has been really really cool um and maybe Hopefully one day I will get in touch, uh, be able to purchase coins from somebody uh, that are like really fancy. They've got the factions on them. They've got you know private press logos. They're they're not just uh, something that we made that works well and does it, but is also supported by the company. Uh, that would be super cool. Um, so I'm really really proud of can Coins, and then. What I'm looking forward to in 2019 is I'm going to try for the fifth year in a row to actually paint more models. I am going to get this Slaughter Fleet list painted for Skavarys. I have like nine. I have nine models. Uh, I painted, I think, 15, maybe 20. No, had to be slightly more than that because I painted two units. I, I painted 25 models all of this year. And that's not a normal number for me. And it ha- it's become normal. I haven't painted a lot in the last three to five years uh, where I used to just sit down and knock out 70 or 80 models in a year. Uh, that's just not the case anymore. Um, it's like having a kid five years ago ate all my painting time and now I don't get to do it anymore.
0: Um, who'd have thunk it?
2: Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Um, but but she did tell me the other day that guitars are her favorite instrument because they make rock and roll. So I think I think it's a good trade. I will yep. trade. Uh, <laughs> I, I will trade painting time for a daughter who
0: enjoys rock and roll. So what about when she wants to play the guitar in your house? I'm I'm all right with this. Um. I mean, I have to be. I fostered it, right? It's,
2: That's fair. It's. It's a consequence of my decision. And I live.
0: Well, well, Daddy's a metalhead, so it feels a little hypocritical to (laughs) to
1: stop playing. (laughs) Daddy's a metalhead. Daughter's gonna be into country.
0: Uh, It is
2: actually a dread of mine. Seeing as it's the only music we don't we have not exposed her to currently is country.
1: So my daughter, who um, like like I said, we've discussed this before. I I occasionally suffer. Well, I suffer from depression, and uh, when I'm down, I tend to listen to country because it picks me up. Um, but my daughter has developed quite the affinity for country and she plays oh. it around the house, but I don't care. My, it's really funny. My daughter has the most eclectic music tastes in the world. It's funny. It's just like mine because I can listen to almost anything. So if you look at her playlists, it looks like, like a bipolar chicken who's randomly just fucking picking songs, mm-hmm. but she loves them all and she knows them word for word. Like she'll go from like Brad Paisley to Hazley to like Guns N' Roses. It's just funny.
0: I knew the third
2: band. I did too. I knew what the first band was. Um, it's, a, it's a dude. It's not a band, but anyways. You're... By the way, Jason. Yes. Jason. Somehow, yes. the Dead South got on my playlist. That's
1: awesome! And yes. I don't know
2: how that happened.
1: Did you click but the I'm, link I posted in our little Facebook group? Or sorry, in our it, little it
2: is, messenger group? It is very likely that it's just magically internet tied cause I was listening to a song about Ragnarok and then immediately followed up this this uh bass or a cello and a whistling and I'm like I know this song.
1: Shwanky, this, is, shwanky, this is the Dead South has to be the song. song. <laughs> you have to you have to like either start the cast or end the cast with the Dead South. That well, is
0: just because John's complaining about it showing up in this playlist. Yes.
1: And then when people hear it and then they get to this part of the cast, they'll be like, this makes sense.
2: It needs to be the outro. So that they hear it at the end.
1: But, but we've just spoiled that.
2: Yes, but now they know what they're looking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
2: Shranky.
0: Yo. Goals and enjoyments. Uh, I think... <clears throat> One of the things I like to... Ah, oh, good lord. It, of course it's empty. One of the things I liked the most about 2018 was really <clears throat> uh, watching my faction change and evolve. Um, uh, getting used to and interested in, in the sanity process was a big change that I definitely thought was pretty cool. Um, as far as 2019, my goal for 2019 the same as it is every year in War Machine. Uh, I would like to get better at War Machine. Uh, I'd like to be able to more consistently uh, make things happen at events and uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. Got to have more free time in 2019 so uh, maybe I'll be able to put more of a, more of an effort in.
1: Um, I'm looking forward to the five, well, four of us plus mystery guy um, Dan G, I think, joining us for uh, OTC. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: He's not a mystery guy to me. Yeah. Mystery, I was, was mystery
1: guy because I wasn't sure if it was Danji. If I said that right, it is. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and um, uh, the thought that um we were talking about potentially getting together War Machine Weekend as well. That's uh if if at all if everything works out, I think that sounds exciting as well. So, I agree. I agree. So there's a lot of things like like. I kind of, you know, it was I have to admit one of the highlights I had, uh, for the year two was just like meeting fans of the sh- of the podcast, people coming up like, oh, you're the Jason from Battle Driven. I'm like, yeah, and they're like, oh my god, I love your show. I love, you know, I love you guys on it. I love this, uh, man. Uh, you know, Riker goes crazy, shit like that. It's just, um, just, just like you. all those. And I'm like, and and yes, you'd go crazy too if you had an infected taint piercing, but, um, I just. Just shit like that, like, you know. It was just kind of nice. Like I liked recording with Arcane Assist. I, I just, I kind of liked, you know, having a positive you're, internet presence. Not you're a, a fame one.
2: whore, you goddamn bastard! <laughs> you're a fame whore.
0: No, it's just, it's just nice that. Whore battle yeah. driven is not a positive internet
1: presence <laughs> there, believe it or not there's a lot of people out there who actually think we do a good job we never so.
0: have been we never will be <laughs>
1: fine but there's people who appreciate the shit we because How about that <laughs> so it was just kind of nice to you know what i mean it's just kind of nice to hear people like appreciate the effort we put into this because it's a fucking effort like there's a lot of shit that goes into this you do a ton of work editing and like look it's Right now it's ten forty at night. We started like some around eight eight o'clock, eight fifteen.
0: Like, like it's a lot. of luck yeah, in. we started at like nine, but well, no.
1: we we had we did our pre ramble and prepped everything, and <laughs> we're talking. I, but, I mean, I it broke takes everything. It takes a like. <laughs> I mean, it takes it's, it's an effort, right? And we all put it in because we love the game and we love talking about the game and the fact that people get fucking enjoyment out of listening to the three of us ramble or the four of us when Riker's here. Um. I'd... We all
2: we all put effort in, and people get enjoyment out of it. That's yeah, what
1: I get out of that. yeah, I and I like that. It just makes me feel good,
2: and it makes you feel good that you put
1: effort in. No, it makes me feel good that people get enjoyment out. Oh, even better. <clears throat> even if that oh, yeah, fucking think... bag, of, even if that bag of dicks somehow <laughs> enjoyed this cast, I'd still take enjoyment
0: out of that. I I don't know how to take <sighs> yep. that. Yep, the faction groups were definitely the problem. Yep, totally the faction groups. Um,
1: Sorry, I'm just having a hard time letting so, go.
0: So, no shit. <laughs> oh, there's
1: there's pills to fix that.
0: <laughs> Alright, so, here we are. Uh, we're out of questions. Uh, at the end of the last episode that we're going to record in 2018, um, this may or may not be the last episode that gets posted. Um, I got one in the chamber. And another one that I have to do some aggressive editing on to make listenable. Uh, And so for those of you who have listened to some of our our, our, uh, our, our weaker in the editing department podcasts before, can imagine how shitty that one is. Um, uh, But anyway, uh, so I want to take uh, now to to mention to our listeners um, that uh, at the end of this episode, uh, Battle Driven is we take taking a little break, go on a little hiatus. Um, I do not know when we will return. Uh, as of right now, I feel reasonably confident we will, uh, but it's it's gonna be a little while. Um, we'll remain active, you know, online, and I'm still gonna be around, and you know, people will still be manning the Battle Driven Facebook page. So if you if you have any questions you want to ask us that we you know we answer in text form, you know, we'll be there. Um, uh, but uh, I, I I don't plan to record uh, any time in the near future. Uh, certainly not in January at all. Um, so I, I I'll keep you guys posted, and uh, you know, we'll see where we end up. But uh, uh, for right now, this is uh, this is battle driven. We're signing off for the year.
1: Uh, Merry Christmas and a happy new year, and happy holidays to those Indeed. who uh, celebrate other, something other than Christmas.
0: And as always. Battle
1: driven. Battle ho 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 driven.
0: Battle driven.